Well, hello once again. My name is Alan Peltsharp, and I'm the host of the Deep Analysis Podcast. Today, I'm talking to Peter Brooks, one of the founders of the Boston Blockchain Association, one of the most active blockchain industry groups around. It's an interesting conversation, grounding the hype versus the on-the-ground reality of enterprise blockchain in 2020. So, let's jump right in. The, the two worlds of blockchain, in a sense, right? There's the crypto world and the enterprise world. Um, a deep analysis, we only focus on the enterprise world. But in the past, we've had, I wouldn't call them battles, but we've had challenges in the sense that some people sort of get it and realize that blockchain is more than cryptocurrency, but still an uphill struggle with some. I'm just wondering, I mean, with the, your work and um, the association's work, I mean, is that an ongoing challenge or is that sort of going away? I think it's an ongoing challenge. I think people that know are people that are working on projects, they completely know the difference that blockchain is the underlying technology, maybe for crypto, but it's certainly not crypto. But ca- casual people, they still are unclear on the concept. And there is a fuzzy area because sometimes some organizations, large organizations, try to build their own um, crypto as well. So there is an overlap, but for the fundamentally, it's, it's you know two separate worlds, and as as you said, most the businesses now are focusing on blockchain as an underlying technology for applications, not crypto. Picking up on that topic, there when we think of blockchain, or when I do at least, I've seen a lot more progress in the world of enterprise blockchain outside of the U.S. I mean, I've done some work in Asia, uh, been in South America and Europe. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I'm chairing the Blockchain Summit in London in July, assuming that goes ahead. Um, I'm just wondering, um, so Boston, obviously one of the biggest tech hubs in the U.S. How, how are you seeing that? Is is it sort of taking off in the U.S.? Is it still an overseas thing? I'm I just wondering if you've got any input on that or thoughts on it. Yeah, I think generally, you know, you look at the like a Gartner hype cycle, and we're past the initial hype that blockchain particularly crypto, but blockchain in general is going to solve all the world's problems. Not going to happen, right? Then the value of disillusionment, hey, it's all hype. It's never, it's never going to work. So we're kind of getting out of that and show like the realism phase. And I think the United States is probably a little bit slower than other countries and, and people around the world. And I think that's because of the technology. Technology now, not just blockchain, but a lot of technology is, is open source or generally available. And there are a tremendous number of people in China and India and other parts of the of the world that can easily get involved in technologies such as blockchain. So I think there's a lot of more going on there. The United States, I think, is focusing on, as you said, Boston, New York, Silicon Valley. There's a big focus, I think, on fintech and insurtech are the in supply chain are kind of the major areas that the United States is focusing on. That sort of tallies with with what I've been seeing. I mean, you know, Outside of the U.S., I think there's a lot of focus on supply chain. Um, I imagine that's still to come here. Supply chain, certainly in this country, is, dare I say, it, somewhat antiquated. So I would say it's ripe for, ripe for change. But you mentioned, um, you mentioned a few verticals there. I mean, insurance is, is one that's of particular interest. A couple of years ago, I, Again, actually, the Blockchain Summit in London, coincidentally, um, we did a, a hand show at the beginning of the, the conference and uh, you know, a lot of people from insurance there. But when we asked sort of crypto versus enterprise, 
a lot of the hands went down when crypto was mentioned. So from your perspective, if we take insurance as an example, I mean, what, what are they doing with enterprise blockchain? What are they trying to do? So who signs documents, writing documents, where they are, and that's insurance in a nutshell, right? Insurance has a tremendous amount of paperwork. So claims processing, validation of insurance, tracking provenance of assets such as paintings or um, you know, uh, cars. It, uh, they're all classic blockchain use cases, and they're all use cases for insurance. I think insurance is really looking at process improvement to save, um, you know, save money, save time, and be more efficient. Yeah, you mentioned paperwork there, which, of course, is my baby. Uh, I've been covering that, that world of <laughs> document management, et cetera, for years. Um, it fascinates me that, um, and again, it could just actually be my biases, I'll be honest with you. Certainly a lot of the enterprise use cases I've seen for blockchain are actually focused around paperwork. Are you seeing that? or Exactly. That's what I was trying to, trying to say. In insurance, it's, they have so much paperwork that when you can put, when you can apply a blockchain solution, you can really minimize the paperwork and make it almost electronic. And it's like, you know, BPM was one, one phase maybe of, the, of uh, process improvement for insurance companies and, and paperwork in general. And now blockchain is taking BPM and, and taking it to the next step, BPM 2.0, whatever you want to call it. Oh, interesting, because uh, my con colleague, uh, Connie Moore here at Deep Analysis, she covers process for us. So you see a convergence of process management and blockchain? I completely do. And I'll look, look to your thoughts, Alan, but... You know, process management focuses on the process, and blockchain can really look at the the technology and the fundamental um, data that's being transferred, and you can combine them and get really a big, uh, you know, big process improvement, a big value improvement for an organization. So, bringing it local, I, I always say to people, you know, I'm in Boston. I'm not really. I'm northwest of Boston, and and you're out on the Cape, but you know, the nearest hub for us all. So what specifically do you, are you seeing, um, you know, through your work with the association in Boston? There's a lot of uh, jobs in Boston. The Boston Fed just announced they're looking for, for, for two blockchain folks to in their applied fintech research organization. Fidelity, their Center for Applied Technology, they're hiring. IBM Watson is hiring. All the vendors have sales engineers, Microsoft, Oracle. So a lot of hiring going on uh, for large companies and small companies. I mentioned some of the big ones, but there's... Attestive, which is InsureTech, they do claims workflow. Circle does online payments. Algorand's a development platform. They're hiring a, a tremendous number of blockchain engineers. And I think one statistic I saw is that if there's 23 million uh, app de app application developers in the world, 7 million JavaScript developers is 100, 000, only 100,000 blockchain developers. So hiring is, is a, a big thing happening in Boston, as well as the colleges, right? There's research. MIT has a, a, a yearly or bi-yearly summit. Um, Babs, there's a student clubs for blockchain at Babson, MIT, Harvard, Northeastern, the UBC. So a lot of um, uh, college support as well. There's a, the FinTech, DCU FinTech Innovation Center for, uh, they offer uh, fee-free, equity-free um, one-year uh, memberships. Uh, and then there's just from a community perspective, there's a tremendous number of meetups. The Boston, Block, Boston Blockchain Association has a monthly meetup. Oh, um, that's a lot. And and so, you know, I don't want to sort of, you know, derail somebody's career ambitions, but so blockchain, enterprise blockchain is a good place for a young person coming into this industry. 
I think so. I think there's, there's two things. One is the, the engineering side of things, but also the business side of things. I think there's a, a lack of the business knowledge of blockchain and how to play, approach blockchain projects, um, you know, from a business value perspective and a business benefit perspective as well. So a lot, a lot of the initial projects, particularly crypto, even though we're not talking crypto, were tech-led projects, and that's just not going to succeed on in enterprises. So I think there's a whole, also a business lead um, a gap as well. Yeah, I mean that that's sort of you know that that's a topic we've picked up a lot of times of business analysis skills, right? I mean, you and I both have backgrounds in consulting, and um, maybe dating myself here, but you know, certainly when I started as a consultant, everybody knew how to listen, how to draw up workflows, how to actually you know do the job of a business analyst to understand the business needs and to Translate that essentially, right, to tech needs. That that skill set does seem to be in short supply. I mean, uh, that's my impression. But where I'm going with this is the blockchain projects that I've seen people spend a lot of money on over the last couple of years that haven't really delivered value. It's because they were tech led. They weren't business led. Yep. Yeah, I, com- I completely agree with you, Alan. Um, I think too, there's. You know, in the initial hype cycle a couple of years ago, there was a lot of business overreach. People thought, hey, the um, blockchain can solve every supply chain problem. Blockchain can be a complete industry ecosystem. And these unrealistic visions, there's a lot more than the technology that needs to be done. You know, and, and people got away from what's the value to the user? How do I get users? And what's the business value of the technology? So I think that was a, you know, that's one major, you know, kind of learning that, as you said, you know, these have to be business-led projects, not technology-led projects. And also technology isn't there. The technology is not, I will say, 100% bulletproof production ready out of the box. There's a lot of things to think about, and it's an emerging technology um, emerging technology area. Yeah, and I think there's so a couple of things there. One, um, let me be the devil's advocate here and say, and I think you touched on this earlier, um, why on earth somebody would want to build their own blockchain? I have no idea because swipe of a credit card, a computer connection, you can be connected to a blockchain, be that IBM Hyperledger or or whatever. I mean, there's there's plenty of robust sort of um, options out there. To bring it back around, um, you mentioned a company called Attestive, which it's quite coincidental, but we actually just published a few weeks ago now, a profile of them because we talked to them in the early days um, there in insurance. Do you think they're a model for where things are going in the sense that they built an application? They don't really push the blockchain story too much. I mean, that's just underlying technology. I'm just wondering, I mean, I know, you know, there's a blockchain association to represent here, but is it, are these really blockchain projects or are they transformation projects which happen to utilize blockchain? I think it's both, but it's, it's more the latter. They're transformation projects that happen to use blockchain because blockchain now enables more cost-effective certain apps applications to be able to be completed in a more cost-effective manner. And so if without blockchain, you probably couldn't, you couldn't do that type of project. Now with blockchain, you can. And blockchain is different. It gives you some capabilities that blockchain gives you that other Technologies don't as easily as blockchain. The transparency, multi-party co- collaboration, asset tracking, all this kind of 
very easily done with blockchain technology compared to a straight database. But I think a lot of people, when they have a project, hey, it's a blockchain project, one of the first questions I have to ask is, why don't you just use a regular database? You know, what's, so why do yeah. you need blockchain? And there are really good ver- reasons for it, but that's a, you know, a good question. You know, it's funny you bring that up. I had, um, I guess it was friendly, but one can argue it was quite not. Uh, it was actually quite aggressive. I had a, a discussion with a university professor, and he was absolutely adamant that blockchain was a complete waste of time, that you can do anything with regular databases that you can do with blockchain, that it's overhyped, it's a complete lot of nonsense. What do you do when somebody comes up with that? I mean, what what is the secret source of blockchain? I mean, why why blockchain? Why not just a read-only database or, or whatever? Well, I think there's certain use cases that are good for blockchain, and it, you know, the, the point taken that not everything is, but blockchain embedded in blockchain almost out of the box what you get is a um a distributed networking so that that's from a technical perspective a really key thing because then everybody does not have to access a single database one physical copy of a database and doesn't have to worry about database synchronization across uh multi-regions and so forth that's what blockchain gives you as part of as, as part of the uh, development environment and, and production environment. So that's, that's, I think, one thing. And the second thing is there's an implied governance capability that consortia support as well, that blockchain helps because blockchain is transparent. There's no necessarily one uh, organization that is in charge of everything. So people have to uh, agree on the process and the data. So you mentioned consortiums there or consortia. That seems to me in the US particularly the future of blockchain. But I've been involved in, in a very small way uh, in a couple of different um, consortiums. They seem to be a bit of a problem too in the sense that they want to structure and map everything out in advance. And whilst they're doing that, the ship's already sailing. Is that being unfair? I think it's very fair. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And, and sometimes, too, it, you know, we talk, in, in IT, as you know, we talk about, like, you know, sometimes the people that are feeling the pain don't get the reward afterwards. A lot of these consortiums, they want somebody else to, let's say, enter data. The end result is somebody that has the data can then take advantage of it and monetize it. But people are not thinking about the entire supply chain, if you may, the value chain of the uh, solution, particularly from a consortia perspective. And then also the other question is who, you know, what's the cost of the consortia? Who's paying for it? There's certainly real costs to the uh, blockchain project. Well, how's that managed, you know, a governance perspective? Sort of in wrapping up, Peter, where do you see things going in the sort of the Northeast here in Boston? As we say, um, we seem to be in agreement that Maybe the U.S. is a little behind. What do you think? What do you see happening in the next two to five years? Pick your pick your time scale. But how do you see this rolling out rapidly? I mean, obviously we're in strange times at the moment. I guess there's an argument this will accelerate or decelerate. You can take take your pick. But how do you see things playing out over the next few years? I think it's going to be kind of slow. I, I really relate it to cloud and how did cloud first take off? Um, cloud was very a niche thing at the very beginning. People didn't trust the technology. I'm giving my data to somebody else. That's kind of like uh, kind of like blockchain. 
Uh, so I think it's going to be a slow roller. I think it's going to be slow until there's like a killer app or apps or type of apps that platforms have to be built that that companies can use to rather than build themselves, as you said. And then I think it'll take off. So I think it's going to be like a slow, a slow and steady glide in the next, last next couple of years. And at some point in time, there'll be an inflection point, just like there was on cloud. But it's going to take time to get there. And certainly in Boston and, and you know around the world. There's a lot of innovation going on as far as blockchain, fundamentally under the underpinning of blockchain, Hyperledger. Um, so there's a lot of work being done. And um, I think in two or three years, the apps will be there, the tools will be there, and then we'll have some really good, uh, really good stuff. And so finally, crazy times. But if you were to start up a startup today, I mean, is, is this the time, I guess, is the question to be you know, launching a startup that builds specific applications for specific needs running on blockchain? Or is it, or do you need to wait a while before that inflection point comes? I mean, I think if, if you have a good idea, you know, regardless if it's blockchain, now's the time, it's good to start it now and not to be too, um, you know, there's a lot of engineers now that are losing their jobs and they're really good technical folks in Boston and around the, you know, around the country. And so I think now if you have a good idea and have some, some amount of capital, then now's a good time because the, the, the talent is available. In Boston, even, there's investor meetups. There's VC meetups focusing on blockchain. So there's a whole community of uh, ecosystem for blockchain in Boston and also, obviously, New York, Silicon Valley, and, and you know, Dallas and, and other areas. And I think it's, it's a good time if you have an idea, uh, if you have a good idea. Excellent. Thank you. Well, well, Peter, I'll, I'll let you give a plug to the association. Um, I'm going to confess, and this is just my sheer ignorance, uh, I, I wasn't uh, aware that you were involved with it until very recently, and that's sort of what triggered this conversation. But it sounds like you're doing some good work there. Yeah, it really is. I just tell you, our mission is to support, educate, and promote blockchain technology to establish Greater Boston as the international hub for blockchain innovation, and also to support and connect entrepreneurs with resources. So I think we really, we've had a year of that, we're really growing fast, and there's um, we have meetups every month, so you can look on the Boston Blockchain Association dot com. Well, as always, I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Uh, you can learn more about enterprise blockchain by checking out our research reports at www.deep-analysis.net. Definitely check out the Boston Blockchain Association if you're in the Northeast. And until the next time, bye for now.